For those of you that uh, might not know her, I mean, you should if you're listening to me, because she's a very uh, well-known lady in our community, uh, Tori Danielle. She is uh, co-editor-in-chief of um, and owner of PopHorror.com. Yes, I am, and one of your besties as well, so they better do that. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say you yeah. left that. Do you want to tell a story how we met, Tori? I mean, I don't even know if I full on know, except for through horror. So you probably should tell it because I'm not sure. You dick. <laughs> what? Um, I know it was through true horror. Yes, uh, a very uh, popular uh, Facebook group. Well, I don't even think it's that popular, and I don't even think it's popular anymore at all. Um, it's like it has like such a different feel to it than when we first came around it. Like what, 2013? Mm, yes. Yes. Around that time frame, yeah. Um, like, that shit was popping all the time. Like, I was on that webpage every fucking day. Dan was a part of True Horror as well, and I... Really? That's yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Everybody was. And to the point where what you're getting at is over the years, it got... Oh, yeah, I got bad. ...put in there, and... <laughs> Tori used to admin it. It basically became something that um, people would take screenshots of and we'd just laugh at other horror fans because they were so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, exa- and you know how it goes, too. Oh, I know how people can be freaking amid Nazis and acting like it's like their actual job. Yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few groups like that still out there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they take yeah. it so seriously. Like... Sometimes, like, when I post the podcast, they're like, your podcast isn't allowed here. <laughs> okay. Like, just fucking remove it. Don't be a dick. Exactly. Like, it's not that hard. Like, you just want to create controversy. <laughs> it was on one of the threads of uh, post where you're from. And mm-hmm. I posted that I was in Iowa. And you're like, me too. And then that we just started talking and kind of just grew a relationship through there. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Well, I'm glad you remember that, and I'm sorry I don't remember all the details, but Evan knows I have really bad memory as well, so now that made me smile because I couldn't remember exactly, so yeah, no, that's great. Okay. I just Dan doesn't remember how we years, met either. <laughs> over the years, when I have, like, developed even closer and closer, you know, it was, like, little by little. So, 
through men and all. Men and all, yes. Marriages and divorces. I feel like just the way that, you know, everybody communicates these days, though, it's such the main source that everybody uses now, Mm -hmm. you know, talking through Facebook or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's it's so different that, yeah, it it definitely is sometimes hard to pinpoint a moment because Mm -hmm. really it's just the same thing. You're just looking at a screen. So how can you be like, that was the moment? (laughs) <laughs> but but if you think about it and how much, you know, how much time it actually takes up as opposed to even talking to somebody in person, like, you know, at a bar or that's not even a fucking thing this year, you know? Right. So well, I, was, it, I was trying to think, me and Lacey, there's been just so many things like making fun of people, uh, right. you know, lots of people we were close to that we're not close to anymore and just like and then. Yeah, like marriages, divorces, and everything in between. And uh, yeah, so I was just like, I'm not really sure. There was a lot that happened all like, and Lacey's had a lot go on in the last several years. So I'm just like, I'm not sure. But yeah, that's great. I love that, actually. I will remember now. (laughs) And and one thing that you guys aren't really talking about, too, and from my perspective that I, I obviously took notice to, is pop horror grew into something, man, that... That site blew the fuck up. And the the reason why I like Pop Horror the most is because, you know, I all the articles are are definitely different. You can tell that they're by different writers, but that's what's great about it. You know, it's not like, hey, we're we're all this and and this is our review and this is what we're gonna give. You could get completely different takes on it depending on who you ask. You know, I agree. That's one of the things I, I like about it, too. Like, because I mean, yeah, some people enjoy my writing, but I am definitely not a strong writer. Sometimes I struggle with what words I want to use and how I want to say stuff. And luckily, you know, I live with Evan now and he can help with stuff like that because he is he's a dick, but he's the writer. And, <laughs> uh, he can really help with that because sometimes I really can't think of it. And then we have people like Tracy, who's great. And then other people in between. And I and I want because I, it's it's not like we're writing like rock and science. We're writing reviews and people think you got to be whatever. It's like you don't got to be great to write a review. You just, you know. Put your thoughts in it, and so I like. Pe- I want people to have opportunities without thinking they have to be like this fantastic writer because it's writing reviews. It's not Polar Prize or whatever the fuck you call Pulitzer that. Prize. Yeah, well, that but, thing. but but that's that's exactly it though. It's like it brings all these people together to where shit. We just had uh, Scott Crawford on, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 all these people that are in one shape shape way or form uh involved in the website mm-hmm. um and i wouldn't have met Lacey Lou if it wasn't for that probably no, he read i'm sure i'd like come across you but no still. he read uh the article or the interview uh for that i did uh with carlos torrens for pet damn right oh, nice. And I remember I was, like, so excited about that. Like, I miss that feeling. Right. That was the problem that, you know, I got burnt out. Like, obviously, like, my articles are, like, far and few between these days. Um, I I would really like to get back into it, at, you know, when, like, I just want that sudden burst of, like, a feeling of, like, passion for it again. I got so burnt out. Like, I would go to the video store and just pick up a movie. And if I liked it, I wrote about it, you know. Yeah. 
when you did that. That was cool. And I will say that all of our writers have been great for one reason or another for the most part. I mean, there has been some assholes here and there, but very rare, very rare. Most of our staff has been the same for a long time, but, and some don't write that much, but you definitely help grow the site because uh, your personality enthusiasm, you get people wanting to watch stuff and, you know, you you shared a lot, like a lot in groups, but also just your enthusiasm and wanting to like I know like you got burnout but in the very beginning you're one of the reasons it helped take off because of that so well thank you proud when people start at Popport and then branch out and do other things I don't think I don't expect them to stay at one thing like I used to write for other sites and I'm glad I had that experience even though some of them really sucked but either way I'm glad (laughs) I had that experience most of them sucked but um to see people doing their own thing I I love that I think it's great and tons of people Lacey has and other people have too and it's I love it but but that's what that's what you guys have provided though it's that it's it's like you said. It's not so much just the writing. You you're giving people opportunities here. Mm-hmm. You're basically yeah. you built the platform, so that's going to attract all these people. So obviously that those type of creative people aren't just going to do one thing, or they wouldn't fucking be creative people. But to carve your niche in it and to have kind of you know your own thing like mad respect to you guys you guys are awesome you make your own brand by doing this as well like it's funny because i think people really think my name is lacy lou it's not <laughs> like i mean the other day what like, do you mean Ems was like what do you mean she's like your name because they finally just changed my last name uh to my maiden name back at work and uh ems <laughs> asked me she's like I-, I think she was being serious too she was like She's like, what do you mean your name's not Lacey Lou? <laughs> She's like, I thought that was your last name. Lacey Lou who? Lacey Louise. <laughs> but yeah, no, but I mean, I feel like Lacey Lou is my brand. I really do. I feel like Lacey Lou is your name, too. Yeah. I, I love it because it just rolls off the tongue well. Exactly. It really does. Well, I mean, everybody calls me Lou, but yeah. Well, Lacey you... Chase. No. I like, say, I like to say Little Miss Lou because you're little and yeah. So <laughs> She is little. She'd be like Little Miss Lulu. Mm-hmm. And she's Tor Tor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, for each new guest, we... Um, ask a bunch of questions even though we pretty much just had a bunch of questions right there but um these are going to be christmas themed uh, okay. for this uh so this is going to be pop to the tour you see what i did there you know, <laughs> pop or pop to the tour probably not You're the first time so clever with your words <laughs> like I told Dan that's what I wanted to name it, and he was like, you're fucking stupid. I never <laughs> said that. I no. never said that. Then what'd you say? I didn't say anything. Yeah, I just kind of stared at, at you. I know. He thinks I'm stupid. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> All right. Question numero uno. What is your favorite Christmas candy? Um, uh, probably the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup shaped like trees. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I really like getting Andy's mints for Christmas. Okay, I also love. Yes, that's a time here when all that type of stuff, like minty chocolates, out. Yes, Andy mints and some candy cane chocolates. Okay, that kind of depends, but yes, I'm all about that too. Like I always hated it when I got like the um, multicolored or not. I liked the multicolored one, but like it annoyed me. I I liked the taste of them, but it annoyed me because they're like. 
like multicolored, and like, it just didn't, it didn't feel like Christmas when I would get yes. them. It yeah. bugged. I don't. I don't know why that bugged me. No, I feel like, that. I, just, I, I, I was like, why are they making and marketing this? I mean, obviously they're for children, but I just didn't get it at the time. I was a weird kid, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why me I'm thinking about it now. I mean, they tasted they tasted better than the mint ones, but I mean, I would get Andy's mint, so I guess I get it. But it doesn't feel like a Christmas stocking if there's not Andy's mints in it. You should see the Reese's thing that she got for her birthday. My sister gets me Reese's peanut butter cups every year for my birthday in some shape, way, or variation. She got me like a tall eighteen pack. There's a it's a fucking huge box of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to Christmas theme, guys. Yes. Next question. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, so I know you obviously like um, you love as much cheesy Christmas movies as much as I do. Yes. So, what is, in your opinion, the best, and what is the worst Hallmark or cheesy Christmas uh, movies? <sighs> Did Evan just say all of them? He said none of them <laughs> and all of them. Uh, he did not do. Anything. Well, he he watched some comedy ones with me and horror ones, but that's it. Uh, uh, yeah, he he tries to avoid the cheesy ones. Uh, the best one. Oh man, I'm trying to think of Hallmark ones because there's so many. I'm trying to think if there's a specific. You could do like a freeform one or the new Netflix okay, ones. Okay, let's do that because this is a little easier. Because there are definitely Hallmark ones I like, but I'm just not sure. Um. Anything with Mario Lopez. Well, honestly. Holiday in handcuffs? Yes. yes, Not as good as the 12 dates of Christmas, though. No. With Amy Smart and uh, Mark Polk. That's like, I watch that every year. We know. I know. (laughs) Movie called Friends or something. Was it Friends? uh, Just Friends. Oh, Just Friends. Yes. Yes. That. That's technically a Christmas. It takes place during Christmas, so. Oh, that's that's a hundred percent a Christmas. When Jamie movie. smiles, goes yeah. for miles. I love that. Wow. One. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that so, honestly, they're okay. So one, I don't know. It's really hard for me to pick a Christmas movie on a cheesy one, but a cheesy one that I do like that's on Netflix is the Christmas Calendar, and it has I don't cat something cat Graham from Who Played Bonnie. Yes. And vamp- it, I thought it was really cute, and I've always liked uh, advent calendars. There's an advent calendar in it, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, so that one is really cheesy but cute, and I really like that one. Worst one? Oh god! Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Kevin's going to stay on and like we're not editing that out. Can you just watch some piece of shit one? Just just tell Evan <laughs> to keep dropping bombs. Yes. <laughs> I put Jingle Jingle on, but I didn't watch it all because I wasn't ready for a musical one. Uh, I don't know. There's been, there are definitely really bad ones. I just can't think of a super bad one right now. So I'm going to have to get back to you on that in the comment section or something because I can't. I honestly, I know the there comment are. section. I shut up. <laughs> I just don't know what I cannot. Well, actually, no. There was not. What was it called? Wedding and what it was called? Hold on. Uh, well, I'll first, tell you. Christmas like, in New York. Maybe it might be Christmas <laughs> in New York. Um, it's on Netflix. It's a new one. It's something close to that. That was really boring, and most of the characters were not desirable. Likeable. 
Yes, not at all. I think it's called Christmas in New York, but it's something that's close to that. So, yeah, not good. That's that's my favorite. The worst one that I've seen, like, ever, I'm going to have to say, is one that I watched this year, which was, like, The Twelve Wishes of Christmas. Was that bad? It was Was so fucking bad. Uh, no, there was not an advent calendar in this one. It had the bitch from uh, Clueless Say Ambular, uh, Melissa Donovan. Oh, okay. And literally, Whatever. they put her, like, she's in, like, California, obviously. And there's, like, minimal, like, Christmas decorations just to, like, call it a Christmas movie. Okay. And she goes and sees, like, a life coach. And this life coach obviously, like, has magic powers, but it's, like, through a website. Makes sense. And okay. she gets to grant 12 witch- wishes. And it is literally the dumbest fucking wishes, like... She gets 12 wishes? 12 wishes, and it's so stupid, like, so, and she just sits at her computer, and she, like, looks down at her shoes, she's like, I wish I had new shoes, and then, like, literally the world shakes when, and that's how you know, like, the wish is coming true. Right, of course. And then she goes and opens her door, and there's a shoebox. And they're, like, the ugliest fucking pair of shoes I've ever seen, too. And then, like, another wish she had, like, her friend was like, God, I don't know how I'm going to do my hair tonight for this big party. So she, like, goes to her computer and she fucking wishes. She's like, I wish that whatever her name is, like, let's call her Bethany. I wish Bethany had a really cool hairdo for tonight. It was one of her fucking Christmas wishes. Then Bethany shows up looking like fire. What movie is where, Where do you, where did you watch this? On fucking Prime. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it was my... so bad. It was so, so bad. And, like, then they have, like, a Christmas fashion show at the end. But, like, it's not really a Christmas fashion show. It's oh, so stupid. It's fucking nauseating. It, it was it so bad. Like, I mean, some of these are just bad. Can I go on my rant? Okay. Okay. <laughs> he, here's my thing about these movies, okay? Much like the horror genre, there <laughs> is a fucking subgenre. I swear to God. And this happened just this just happened in Falmouth, uh, where I used to live. Um, there's a group of directors that literally this is all they do. They just make fucking Christmas movies <laughs> year round. Well, it's bankable. It's and and that's exactly why though. That's why it's like horror too, because they they're very lucrative because they're they're low budget. But here's the problem with it. I am actually not against, like, some cheesy Christmas shit. But it has to be, A, like, in the wintertime, first of all. Like, some of these will fucking film in summertime and try and put it off like Christmas time. (laughs) Or, like you said, baby, it's like they'll have, like, maybe a Christmas tree in the back. And it's like, that doesn't fucking count. And so you get... So much oversaturation that, yeah, it becomes nauseating to the point where it's like you can't even take them seriously and they're a joke. Now, that's not to say that there are some some really good ones and ones that actually like, you know, get in the Christmas spirit and they actually have something to say. But there's also ones that use Christmas in a way and not in a good way. Because they'll use it as, like, it's like a shitty dating movie and, like, all the characters are shitty and their dating habits are shitty. And, like, but but it's Christmas time, so you're supposed to side with these characters by the end. Man, hell no. Much like a <laughs> Tyler Perry or whatever, like, these people just pump these movies out left and right because they're money makers, And 99% of them are straight fucking shit. And that's where I'll end my rant. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Lacey, have you ever seen the one with Dolly Parton from, I don't know, when we were younger, and she's like an angel, and she she goes to, like, this guy is having, he's, he's a single father and has, like, two kids, and she kind of, to get her wings, she has to kind of make their Christmas and their life a little bit better. Do you remember? <laughs> it's Dolly Parton. No, like, I remember seeing, like, the cover of it. Okay. But I've never seen it. Please do not get Dan started on Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh, I got beef with her. Yeah. No, not her specifically. But no, wait, with her specifically. What do you mean? That was horrible. That was the worst experience of my life. No, okay, so we went to Branson, and there's this thing called Dolly Parton Stampede, and it's kind of like Medieval Times, but like Medieval Times is so much fucking better. The food was so bad. They did not serve alcohol, and it was just a really corny performance, and it smelled like horse shit. It smelled like horse shit. It was like we were in a barn. (laughs) And they were like, hey, the food's coming. And they sang this stupid song. They're like, pick your food up, do-si-do. Throw it back, you little hoe. Or whatever they were singing, (laughs) right? Like, and, and, And we were waiting for our food. And all of a sudden, this kid just comes down and fucking drops what I thought was a rock at the time, but apparently it was a biscuit. And and it just and 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 then I'm like, all right. I was like, this is coming in waves. I was like, we get more of the meal soon. So like maybe like my mashed potatoes are coming. That fucking rock sat there for probably 20, 25 minutes. I'm like, what the hell is going on? No, the best part was when he uh, got his soup. Oh, God, the the fucking soup. The look on his face when he tasted it. He's like, ugh. And then they gave Lacey Lou two gallons of Sprite. Two I swear to God, he had a whole fucking thing full of Sprite. And he was like, yeah, nobody else is going to drink this but you. So here you go. So he just left the pitcher for me to fill myself. You were like, what the (laughs) fuck am I supposed to do with all this fucking Sprite? It was just like it, it was. It was horrible. Like and I love you that have, you have Evan cracking the fuck up over here. Is <laughs> the dumbest fucking shit ever. Like I highly suggest nobody ever go there ever. Good. Noted. Noted. And it was like seventy bucks a ticket, so definitely don't fucking do it. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next Christmas question, guys. <laughs> what Christmas song? is it that gets stuck in your head more than any other? Because, I mean, the Christmas songs are known to do that, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely the one you sing will kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a cheesy fuck. When I'm in the car, I usually try to get it to a channel that's playing Christmas music. But it's that one, and then uh, all uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, th- those yes. two. I love that. I love the Jingle Bell Rock. Yep. And oh, yes. Yes. Um, I get, uh, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus in my head a lot. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> that was on a previous episode. But yeah, I'm that gonna one. tell my Dan. I'm going to tell my Dan. That one was more awkward than this one, if you can imagine <laughs> yeah, that. Well, we're like kind of taking turns singing to people. So, uh, no. <laughs> I think it brings amusement, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. All right, next question. What is your favorite uh, Christmas themed TV episode. Oh, oh gosh! Like I know you love the you know Halloween uh, themed episodes as much as we do. Yeah, right. Um, Christmas themed episode. Hold on. God damn it! Just entered the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, because it's so hard. I'm trying to think like 
because I that's I love holiday themed shows like when they have that's like the best part is when they're I'm trying to think of which one's the best um no I can hear your music in the background and it's sounds- oh <laughs> he's playing Friday the 13th Oh, I was like, we're in a fucking horror he, movie. He hated right this now. game at first, and now he loves it. I don't know. Um, it's playing as a camper or as Jason. Jason, nice. He that only wants so to kill sense. people. So. <laughs> oh, that you can only play as a camper if you go online. And I oh yeah, he doesn't online. do online because he, oh. he hates people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I heard it got pretty stupid online too. It's like impossible yeah. to kill Jason or vice versa. All right, so I'm going to re-ask that question. Uh, what is um, your favorite themed Christmas TV episode? Okay, I'm thinking. It's hard. Uh, American Dad ones are pretty cool. Like Sam's always trying to kill him. Yeah, I like American Dad ones. That's for sure. I watch a lot of American Dad because it, it's offensive but makes me laugh. Um, and then, cool, well, then there's the uh, Married with Children episode. Married with Children. Sam Kinison yes. plays yes. a We'll go with that. They're married with married married children with children episode. Uh, it's a Bundy full life. I it's a Bundy full life. I'm sorry, Bundy. I failed you. I was supposed to show you why you should live, but I can't think of one darn reason. <laughs> I'll never get my wings now. And you know what kind of woman you get in heaven driving around a '78 Pinto? <laughs> the same kind of woman you get down here driving around a '78 Pinto. <laughs> God, I'm depressed. <laughs> well, that's good. Wait a second. I want to be back with my family. Why? Look at them. They're happy. Not a care in the world. You think I'm going to let that happen after all the grief they put me through? <laughs> I want to live! Bundy, are you serious? That means I'm gonna be an angel! I'm gonna get my wings! I'm gonna be a real angel! But first, first I'm gonna go take a look at my ex-wife. You really did love her, huh? No. No, I just want to put a package of ding-dongs just out of reach of her pork pie fingers. And then as she oozes that thousand-pound bump over the table, lifts up three of her chins, so she's able to put one of them into her mouth, I'm going to turn them into me, a 20-year-old Ronnie Corpse. How do you like that, Thelma? Daddy's home for Christmas, you pig, you slut. Take a bite of this shampoo. Um, one or two. Yes. The whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm go with that one because honestly, every one of them. I love everything. I love just like I love Halloween themed things. I love Christmas themed, and so it, we'll just go with that one um, because it's too hard. Basically, and what when you said you want when you watch a Christmas movie, you want it to feel like Christmas, and I'm all about that too. Same with Halloween. If the movie doesn't feel like Halloween, it like, totally yeah. takes me out of it. And when there's yeah. tons of movies like that out there. But anyway, going sidetracked, okay, yep. Anyway. <laughs> what about well, you? Um, I love you know the episode of Family Matters when um, Laura, uh, Eddie throws away, uh, accidentally throws away her favorite doll that like only had one eye left and it looks like Raggedy Ann. <laughs> or, well, that's what we used to know as Raggedy Ann. Now it's fucking Annabelle. But, um, 
and he throws her away and she's very upset and her whole Christmas is ruined because of it. And so Steve goes and searches all night at in the trash in the dumpster for this doll and he gives it to her for Christmas. I just remember watching that and loving that as a kid. Yeah, I also we just watched it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but no, but that's why. I know. And I love, I love the full episode. house ones. Um I love, God, I, I'm trying to think. It's so much easier to think of, like, the Halloween ones. Like, I'm very much more popular, uh, but I do love the Christmas ones. There's one. a couple Boy Meets World uh, Christmas ones yeah. that are great. There's, yeah, yeah Buffy has a good Christmas yeah. one. What's your favorite? My favorite? Well, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I will say that, oddly enough, I used to do a podcast covering every episode of Married with Children, and we covered... It's a wonderful life. And I actually interviewed awesome. uh, Thomas Ian Nichols. Yes, who's in that episode. episode. And we talk about that on the interview that I did for Pop Horror. The kid from yes. American Pie. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's yes. awesome. That's great. Uh, I love Mary with Children. I'm so Al Bundy. I always typically have my hand in my pants. Not because I'm comfortable. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to give our listeners something to picture. Uh, <laughs> what is your most memorable moment with Santa Claus or a Santa Claus or an elf or, you know, somebody dressed up in, you know, Christmas gear? Sorry, what? <laughs> like, you know how, like, <laughs> like, like a mall Santa or like you went to a family party and somebody was dressed up as Santa or, you know, yeah, no. what? What was your question? I'm sorry. That's I, I totally heard like certain words in the nice face because I'm your dumb. Favorite memory. Favorite memory. Yeah, like, yeah. What was your most memorable moment with a Santa Claus or somebody dressed up in you know Christmas gear? Oh jeez. Um, I just remember. So I'm from Mount Pleasant, and we have like this little. It's a small town, and it's it had a, like a little square uptown, and that's where Santa's little little village, I guess, was, and I just. I just remember fond memories of that because it was just so like really cozy and cute and it wasn't like your standard Santa mall type of thing. It was just more intimate, I guess. Like this felt more Christmassy and more genuine. So going there was something like a nice memory versus like in the mall, you're, you're in a mall, you know, it's, it's whatever. But then you're right. outside with like trees have snow on it and uh, decorations all in the park. So it just felt more, I don't know, give you that feeling the Christmassy feel the feels the feels you know the feels mm-hmm. well I got two more questions for you before we get into the uh, feature review were you more of a snow angel person build a snowman or a sledder all of them all of them yeah actually. hate snow now with a fucking passion it took <laughs> everything too. for me to go out yesterday it was it snowed what Friday night through Saturday, and it's so yeah. fucking cold now. It's so yeah. fu- what happened, dude? It's I so cold. I fucking hate it, and I yeah, we had to go out and do a few things yesterday, and I was just like dreading it. Um, but yes, when I was younger, we were my dad, my that we grew up with. He was that he was really good with us as, a kid, as kids, and he would build these fucking amazing igloos outside and have like tunnels where you can go like go through like crawl through in our yard because we had a big yard and he was all about that so that was fun and then if you walk down a little further there was this huge hill and we go sledding which honestly i'm a scaredy shit when it comes to most shit but apparently <laughs> i like sledding and it was a big hill and that was fun and definitely snowmen too and snow angels so when i was a kid now evan 
gives me that puppy dog lip and be like, let's walk around in the snow and I'll do it for him. But <laughs> he's a California I, boy. Like I never did any of that shit. Really? Ever. ever. No. no. Oh, I don't like the cold. That is very I, true. I don't blame I you. Mean, it sucks. I didn't like it as a child either. I remember like, like I wasn't a big outdoorsy person. I read a lot when I was a kid. But I remember like I had a boyfriend in high school. Like I was a freshman. And it like snowed and like I was walking down the steps and like my boyfriend at the time came and like grabbed me and like like laid me down in the snow. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like he was like trying to do like a romantic moment. I was like, this is not romantic. And I like flipped the fuck out. Get off of me. Needless to say, we did not last. But like, no, do not like that's not like do not. Yeah, I would never do that. No, I know better. Like that's just I've always maybe I'm an uptight snow bitch, but like I don't know. Stop uh, that. Yeah, no. I, I guess the only other plus about snow was like snow days, but you know. You had to make them up at the end of the fucking year, exactly, though. Exactly. And, uh, but yeah, no, I hate it. Like, uh, I mean, I know you know a little bit about it, but I had a really bad anorexia in high school and I had every stereotypical fucking thing happen that every other chick who's anorexic and doesn't get, but I did. And one of them was lots of like certain tissues that help keep you warm. And mm-hmm. though I'm definitely not skinny and have some stuff on me to keep me warm, I still get fucking extremely cold because I lost some of that tissue. I can't remember what they called it. Um, but, uh, yeah. And so I definitely That's crazy. avoid it at all costs because it's fucking cold out there. So let's just hope. And I was definitely brutal. Yeah, it is. And I mean, you're tiny. So that, I mean, so, yeah, it's probably even, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's, let's hope March gets here sooner than later. Even though March is still kind of cold. But, uh. All right. I got one more question for you. All right. This is the time of the... <clears throat> so hopefully Evan doesn't care. I don't think he does. Uh, this no, is Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> so uh, your Fuck, Mary Kill is... Uh, which Santa would you want to fuck, marry, or kill? Tim oh. Allen from the Santa Claus? Kurt Russell from the Christmas Chronicles? Or Mel Gibson from Fat Man? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I guess I'm going with Kurt Russell. Fuck Tim Allen, Mary, and kill Mel Gibson. Well, you so, gotta give me reasons. Uh, Kurt Russell is still a pretty good-looking man. Let's be honest. I mean, he he, he was very good-looking back in the day, and he's still not. He, he rocks the gray, all right. Uh, Tim Allen. <laughs> I don't know. I, think he's, I love all of Tim Allen's movies, but in real life, he's kind of like a big, bigoted person from what I've read. But I love his movies. He's <laughs> my favorite movies. Uh, so in his movies, he's always wholesome. You will, kind of. I mean, because he was kind of a jerk in Santa Claus and then turns wholesome. But So that's why I would pick Mary. And Mel Gibson, although I once loved, he's just kind of a douchebag. So that's why I kill. <laughs> I've not. I've yet to see Fat Man, but I want to. Yes, yeah. I can't wait to see that. Like I, was... I also have not seen it. So that's another reason I had to go with that. But I would have probably said either way because, like I said, he's kind of just gotten douchebaggy over the years. But there are certain movies I love with him, like like What Women Want. I love that movie. You've seen that like, movie, right? Yes. For okay. some reason, the first movie that pops in my head for Mel Gibson is that fucking movie called Forever Young. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever, with yeah. Elijah Wood. Yeah, I think that's the cutest. Yeah, yeah he's the one that's like, and he's from Iowa too. Is he? Yes, really? yeah, Davenport. I think is he Davenport or Cedar Rapids? Mm. No, I think I think he's Davenport, and I think Ashton Kutcher is Cedar Rapids. Was he yeah. born on the field of dreams? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up Pop to the Tour. Woo! <laughs> And now we are going to get into our feature review here at Cut to the Chase Miss. And the movie that we are covering this time around is one from 1991, a little movie called All I Want for Christmas. And I'm going to read the synopsis from IMBD. Uh, did I do it right? Uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> God damn it. Say it again. IMDB. You nailed it that time. Yeah, okay. Like, it's it's an ongoing thing now. Like, apparently I've been saying it wrong for two, almost three years. I say things wrong all the time, so I really can't say anything. But he didn't just tell me about it until, like, two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking dick. He's just like, oh, it's about time I let her know. I shouldn't have said anything. No, <laughs> dick. Should have had a go. All right, so according to IMDB, Ooh. this is the synopsis for All I Want for Christmas. Christmas narration voice commence. <laughs> a brother and a sister attempt to bring their divorced parents back together for Christmas. So it's the parent trap. Essentially. <laughs> uh, one of the thoughts I had when I'm watching and rewatching it was what you said. I was thinking of parent trap and a lot of 90s movies and a lot of early 2000 movies were kind of like that. Like trying to get parents back together or you hated your your step parent and trying to ruin them in one way or another. Um that was very common in the early two thousand, early the nineteen nineties and early two thousands. And Parent Trap was one of the ones I thought about. Absolutely, and honestly, you know, you just swap out one holiday for another. Like this movie's basically hocus pocus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It there's, is. There's not three witches after them. Which right now, by the way, for uh, listener context, I totally look like Mary Sanderson right now with my hair. That's not true. It is. It's at the side of my head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, he, he sees it now. What do you mean? I know. I'm sexy when I podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a movie that I grew up with, and I'm pretty sure you did too. Right, mm-hmm. Tori? Yep. And Dan had never seen it. This was his first time watch. I never knew this movie existed. I bought it last year. You were with me when I bought it. Still nothing. <laughs> Still nothing. No, Just I couldn't what? get him to watch it. And no. then I was like, you know what? We're going to podcast on it. And now he's going to fucking watch it. And here we are. Here we are podcasting on it. I mean, yeah, this was a movie when Ethan Embry was still known as Ethan Randall. Yeah, who the fuck is Ethan Randall? <laughs> the same kid from Dutch. Can we talk about uh, yeah. Ethan Embry real quick? Yeah, let's talk about Ethan Embry. How awesome is Ethan Embry? He's had, co- he's had a very unique career. I will say this. Okay, so obviously I think that we can all relate when we say we loved him in Can't Hardly Wait, right? Like that's... Oh, without a doubt. That's the role, right? Like I, I always right. identify... Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. So after that, though, one that pops into my mind, especially horror, is fucking Vacancy. When when Ethan Embry shows up in fucking yes. Vacancy, that was fucking fantastic. And it, and it put him back on the map in a way. And he's also done, like, you know, episodes, I think, of, like, Criminal Minds and stuff like that. But it's like, hey, it's Ethan Embry. But then he did the... Fucking Devil's Candy, dude. And wow, what a fucking movie that is. 
Like, his performance in that movie is so ridiculously good that I will never look at that dude the same way again. And if I do, it's it's in a better light. Because he oh, just yeah. fucking murdered that role. He can totally transform himself. Like, he's so different looking than that. And, and he's, like, Vacancy, we just watched that not, like, a couple weekends ago. And I had maybe seen it, when, like, a long time ago, but it had been so long I didn't remember much of it. And when as soon as I saw him, I, like, yelled at his name. And Evan's like, really? That's him? I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yep. Like... He looks different in so many things. And, like, he's also in an episode or episodes of that show, Once Upon a Time. And uh, I can't remember if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but he's thicker. I want to say fat, maybe chubby. And he just looks different. And he can just really play so many different characters and transform himself. And then, uh, oh, oh, Empire Records. Have you ever seen that? Empire Records. Yeah, oh, and he's it's Rex Manning yeah. Day. <laughs> yeah, so yes, I love him. I could talk about him forever. Yeah, and and I feel like he's one of those actors of our generation. And you know the the landscape is. He was a so, kid when we were a kid. Exactly, the landscape is so vast now. There's so many actors, and so many of them, you know, don't outlast that that high school stage. Or you know, once they're they're twenty four, yeah, twenty four, twenty five, or whatever. It's like they don't really ever act again. The great thing about going back and watching him in Dutch and all these things, it's like, wow, that that's fun. That's so cool to kind of uh, backtrack in a way, especially because, like I said, he's he's one of my personal favorites. I'll be honest with you, in this movie, <laughs> at the end there, like I did notice that his overacting is fucking ridiculous in this movie. I just wanted it to be us again. And Hallie wanted it too. So she asked Santa Claus for it, even though I told her not to. Because I didn't want her to be let down. Because she's just a kid. Now, I don't mean that as an insult, Hal. I'm not insulted. But you are just a kid. So I tried to help things along. With the mice, the phone calls, the ice cream trucks. <laughs> I didn't do it just for Howie. I did it for me, too. Now, maybe that's selfish, but I had to at least try to learn from you, Dad, that you can dream about things. And they may not turn out, but you have to at least try. And when you said that if you could just get Mom on a desert island... Did you say that? (laughs) Why did you want to do that? Well, see, because... It's okay. You've done your job. But again, it doesn't it doesn't take away from my enjoyment. Actually, it made it more enjoyable. I loved watching it. Uh, well, I mean, I love this movie. Um, and you know, I I I don't think there's a movie of his that I don't like. Right? That Can I've you seen. think of one? No, no, no. Right? I've, well, 
I have to give uh, The Devil's Candy another rewatch because I wasn't really paying attention when I watched it. Right. Um, so th- it's amazing. That would be the only one that I would be iffy on. Right. Um, because I just don't know. Yeah. Totally. Um, but when I watched it, I wasn't um, feeling it at the time. I think it's definitely a mood piece. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, I mean, also you get Thora Birch, who's had also another uh, different kind of career as well. I uh, mean, yeah. She- doing stuff more uh i've watched at least two different indie films like the last year or so um where she's been in them she's good i mean she's definitely looks different um but still like herself but uh yeah she's what was the one what was she in the no i don't think that one was her but yeah she's she's still doing stuff and she has been doing some stuff in the horror genre which is awesome so. Yeah, I mean, she played like the perfect bratty little sister, and uh, there was a movie like a, several years ago, and I think it's completely underrated because I don't see a lot of people talk about it, um, which is called The Hole. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh-huh. I uh-huh. fucking love that movie. Like, it's so fucked up, and she's yeah. so good in it. Mm-hmm. That movie is one where it, it is. It's very unsettling. Uh, it's a good one. It's and I mean, up. obviously people know her from American Beauty as well. Uh-huh. Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, she's had a, and that that's an Oscar winner, so, I mean, she's had a very, you know, I think she's choosy with her roles as she got older. She's a G. I, I don't, uh, she's not, like, one of my favorites or whatever, but she's definitely, like, a good actress for sure. What about in Now and Then? Did you have a crush on her back in the day? Uh, in Now and Then? Yeah. Um. Because she was, like, supposed to be, like, the cute one of the group, right, wouldn't you say? I would think so, yeah. I don't know. I kind of had a thing for Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, if it was Christina Ricci, I could see that. <laughs> like, there is... And you know, you that's what's hilarious to me about now and then. I'm sorry, I just want to talk about that for a moment since we're on 90s films. The funny part is Christina Ricci grows up to be Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, hilarious. It's, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, yeah, Abby she, Hoffman grows up to be Timmy Moore. Uh, Thora Birch <laughs> has definitely had a uh, a good career for sure. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And then uh, Leslie Nielsen um, as the Santa Claus in this. Don't call me sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I, I think he played. This is actually his second time playing. I don't know if it was his first, but he's played Santa Claus twice. Actually, he played Santa and Santa Who as well. Oh really? Yeah. Right on. So I thought that was kind of cool bit of trivia. That is. And he looked like Santa. It's fun to see, you know, actors, you know, just pop up randomly. And he was a nice surprise in this one. Well, I'll say this, too, because, you know, he he's such a prolific yeah. actor and comedian and, and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, to see him, like, in a subdued role where he wasn't the, the comic relief, he wasn't he any was of magical. those things. It was just, <laughs> it was magical. It was just kind of a straightforward role. It was kind of unique to see. And I do know, I know that that's what he did before all his comedy. Obviously, he was just a straight-up actor. I just don't watch those movies. I don't watch those TV shows that he's in where he's just playing it kind of straight. And so to see him in this, that was that was definitely cool, I thought. Lauren uh, Bacall's in this as well as the grandmother. And then uh, I think the most uh, notable uh, is obviously Kevin Nealon, uh, <laughs> who plays uh, the jerk uh, fiancé Tony. Like, he plays a good jerk. He really, really does in this. Who do you buy your weed from? From you, Dante. Hiya. 
What's up, Mr. Cheezle? I am so sorry I didn't believe you, Alex. You know, I had a dream last night. I was a snake slithering through the grass until I came upon a dead elk. And I climbed into his soul. And it's there I stayed until morning, which meant that I will underestimate someone very close to me. Wow. Where do you get your weed? From you, Dante. Oh, yeah. What's up, Mr. Teasel? <laughs> he will never pass up an opportunity to quote that, ever. <laughs> you just watched it recently as well. Did you? <laughs> Greatest movie ever. You know, in parts of the movie, I almost felt bad for him because, like, he's not completely douchey all the time. And it's like, man, they really just fuck him up. And then I'm like, no, he's a douche. Like, he totally, at the I, end, he just proves he's he deserved all he got because he's such an ass. But, yeah, no, he does really good. And honestly, I can't remember what the dad's name is, but uh, he's a good-looking man, even, even whatever age he is in that movie. And going from that to him no way no way uh jamie sheridan what's he yeah, on he's, he's on the man uh he was in law and order law and order yeah he's the main yeah. dude on law and order he's like the boss he's always fucking yelling okay at the people. yeah yeah so but, um mother um she's been in stuff too harley jane kosak is that she did not age well <laughs> she was in like arachnophobia parenthood Oh, um, yeah. with Sally. Like, she was big in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, she was actually in the I two... I th- grave three. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, so... It has a notable cast, you know, uh, act, but the sad part about it is I love this movie. A lot of people that I talked to hadn't heard about it, but, like, maybe it was an Iowa thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Must be. Right? But, I mean, I'm, I I grew up, you know, loving Hocus Pocus, and I, Thora Birch was, like, my age when this came out, you know? I, I, so. I'm not going to lie. I had heard of this movie. Oh, I just see. haven't seen it. Okay. For sure. We'll go with that. It was also <laughs> it was also one of those that I would just always confuse with Dutch, just because it's a young Ethan embryo, as we used to call him. But, <laughs> um, but no, like, and, and that's the thing, too. Here's the big difference between all those fucking shitty ass hallmark movies lifetime movies or whatever if you get good actors forget it like you have it you know you gotta nail that and then you obviously have to have a good story and have it uh feel very Christmassy. and we'll get to the other stuff in a, in a few minutes but like in terms of the acting yeah everybody fucking crushed it in this movie i can't think of anybody that didn't it was kind of disappointing though to see kevin nealon so fucking subdued because like he is hilarious and some yeah shit. like remember him in weeds dude he was so funny on that show too and like here it was just nothing i was like oh wow like this must have been like early in his career Very, like, yeah. before he was doing his thing thing i think the acting and the characters needed to be like enjoyable and relatable to a certain extent because in general the storyline beyond wanting your parents together like clearly <laughs> right. they're loaded they're loaded they have a maid they you know go to cantillion yes they have lots of money and you know so they're not hurting by side 
So a lot, in a lot of ways, a lot of people probably could not relate to that, but you can relate wanting your parents back together most likely and how during holidays it's harder. You, you definitely notice things more around the holidays, like loneliness or just wanting to be together with people. So like stuff like that's right. relatable. But I don't think I noticed that so much when I was younger, but definitely when I was watching it now, I was like, damn, they're fucking loaded. But I think that's the same how I felt alone. <laughs> Home Alone, I didn't think about that when I was younger, but when I got older, I was like, God, they were loaded. They were able to go on all those trips and shit. Right. And just but, that house. Just that house alone. Oh, my God, I know. I want that house. Oh. Well, you made a comment about the Christmas tree and the uh, snow shot. Well, okay, and this is what I mean. And there's another shot that, that pans in on, you know, the parents through the window or whatever. It's not necessarily breaking new ground or whatever. It's all stuff that we've seen. But if you want to nail a Christmas movie, you have to, you have to kind of – you know, have that classic feel to it. You have to create that ambiance because if you don't, then it's not going to stand the test of time. I know. I don't know if this movie did good at the box office uh, or not. No. I'm going to say no, right? No, it okay. Was pan- it actually has a zero percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fine. I will. Say- <laughs> I, I, no, did but- you not hear the number I just gave you? Zero. Zero. Like literally. Literally zero. I thought you that were like. Make sense. It's definitely. No, nah. it doesn't. It, it, you know why it doesn't make sense? Because you guys love it, and I know people love this movie. Yeah. I've heard it before. So th- that's what I mean, though. If you have all those elements and and you can execute it correctly, then you got a good movie. Um, this cast, like I said, like it, it's fucking fantastic. There's a couple shots in this movie, like especially when you're dealing with snow. First of all, you can always tell fucking, well, a lot of the times, you can always tell it's fucking fake rain and fake snow in movies. Like, you can always tell it's a machine. It's all blowing the same way and the way the light hits it. You're like, Is it fake or real in this one? It's fake as fuck. I don't know, but that it's probably fake, but that's dope because I couldn't tell. Like, it was, it, it felt real. It yeah, felt real. It, and then when they went out to go play in the snow, that was a dope scene, too. Hey, look who's here. No, that's okay. I got some more stuff for you. Okay, so how's it look? They're sleeping. On the same couch. It's looking good. Oh, what do you mean? It's looking good. That's great. We did it. Ha <laughs> ha, give me yeah, five. Ten. Yeah, give me five. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to go play in the snow? Let's I go. Do. Come on, let's go. Go, 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 go. go. <laughs> After they think, like, just because their parents 
stayed overnight together. They got back together because yeah, they were but, sleeping on the couch. But as a, <laughs> as a kid, though, wouldn't you get excited about something like that? Like no! that's baby. As, okay, all right. I get here, excited here, for a milkshake. Hear me the fuck out here. He got a all milkshake right. whenever. As being a kid from a parent of divorce, yes, there was never any point in time in my life where I wanted my parents to get back together. Right. I was that's five cute. or six when they got divorced. I didn't. I could like. I was glad they split up. Right. I was like, this just doesn't work. Like, I I don't know. Maybe I'm a different type of kid. Like, I just, like, I knew they weren't, like, meant to be together. Sid, is it real? I know. I know. Uh, I think maybe you're just really observant with that. Or, uh, you know, like, an uh, old soul and just kind of new. Like, or maybe in tune with people's emotions. I don't know. Right. I just, like, Nikki was more upset about it than I was. Like, my sister was kind of... <laughs> <laughs> she like did not want my mom and my stepdad to get together. She like hated it. So like she would try to set it up so that they would break up, but it just didn't so happen. she bought some mice and something like that. She left a bracelet. Oh shit! Oh, that's it, scandalous. It, 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 it was her bracelet. Like, it was like what? an eight-year-old kid's bracelet. She's like, "Mom, whose bracelet is this?" And, <laughs> that's like, fucked like, up. and my mom was like, "It's fucking yours, Nikki." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, so, shit but I mean, that's the type of shit you do as a kid. So, I mean, this movie is relatable to some degree to, you it know, is. it's relatable. I, like when, I, would, I like when Thora Birch says, she says something like, not every parent is supposed to stay Should together, get, yeah. but ours are like, at least that's noted. Because once again, like right. you said, all of them are supposed to be together, but right. apparently so, hers were. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Or unless it was Santa that just, you know, like, I mean, she was going to marry Kevin Nealon two days, like th that day. Right. Like she was, she went to him on Christmas Eve to tell him that she's getting married. And then just because they shared one more night together, mm -hmm. you know. I also, I also liked how, even though it's kind of a little bit unusual, but they're really kind of close in age. So you would think they'd fight more, but he's really overprotective ever, which you kind of like, like, yeah. He, right. I felt like I, I think that's how I was with my sister and we're about five years apart so like just wanting her to still believe in stuff still protect her from stuff not getting hurt and he, that's what he was trying to do when she was asking Santa Claus for her parents to get back together so right well Ethan Embry was kind of a or Ethan Randall I'm sorry was kind of a little asshole like the part that I didn't <laughs> like is when like he was gonna sacrifice mice right oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's fucked up. Like, and as you as a you know, a pet owner of such, did that yes, not like I mean Snowball did come back, but yes. like it's the idea that he was just like, Wait, This is I for the greater good. To animal stuff, so yeah, totally. Oh, was Evan was so pissed. <laughs> oh, did Evan watch it? He had, he watched it in school and he was here the other night when I was watching it too. Oh yeah, you had to watch it for what? It was like I was either it was either sixth grade or eighth grade. Sixth grade or eighth grade. He had a. <laughs> and what did he think of it? I was just like whatever. Just whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's always been a rap person. Like I wasn't a rap person. <laughs> and yeah, so no, I definitely yeah. uh, no, but. It's funny, you know, we podcast on all these movies and we're supposed to get into all these in-depth discussions, but I think that uh, Evan just said exactly how I feel as well. <laughs> it's whatever. It's whatever. About most, it's... Like, uh, he introduced me to a movie called The Ref. Have you guys watched it? Yeah, with Kevin Spacey and uh, okay. That's uh, one of my favorites. It's so dysfunctional. 
and I love dysfunctional <laughs> families, and it's just so, it, there's so much Dennis Leary or whatever. It's hilarious. Right. I know Kevin Spacey's ick now, kind of, but he's a fucking great actor, and yeah. and it's just such a good movie, and he loves that one. He introduced me to that, and of course, <laughs> Die Hard. But, uh, um, <laughs> uh, we'll I've be watching never this. seen Die Hard. Really? Bomb drop right there. Well, those are the two we'll be watching on Christmas. <laughs> right? <laughs> we um, are Christmas, so. I, I, I will say this, though, honestly, like, and I know I'm just, you know, obviously joking, but at the same time, like, I... I didn't love this movie, but if I grew up with this movie, I would fucking love this movie. You know what? You know why I love this movie? Why? It has like everything that I'm looking for. Yeah. When I was a kid, you know, it's got the magic of Santa. It's got, you know, like the, like I said, you know, Snowball gets returned. It has like the villain that, and they're playing like, I love that it's like the parent trap ish, you right. know, and they put him in the ice truck with the deaf guy. <laughs> the, 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 the deaf uncle? The, the, yeah, the Ben and Jerry's truck driver yeah um and then i love that it has that montage of ethan Embry lane in bed watching his parents get married and it has that cheesy song playing in the background <laughs> <laughs> and he's like crying it's, it's so nice. fucking cheesy <laughs> uh, but my favorite favorite part uh that i actually took from this movie was i learned how to fake sick and get out of going to school because of this movie you mastered it after that as well. Yeah, I did. Did I say work or school? It doesn't matter. Okay. But no, like, I remember, like, I took a cup and uh, filled it up with water. And I was like, Mom, I don't feel good. And just, like, dumped the water into the toilet. And she's, like, and she's like, okay, you can stay home today. And then I would stay home and I would watch It Takes Two with, like, Mary-Kate and actually Wilson. Wow. Like, on ABC Family. That's what it used to be called. Wow. Yes, you're welcome. That's a fun little story. That and is. the price is right. And like, I had a whole like setup of like what I would do for the day. Like, right. I would stay in bed till like noon and then I'd go down and like warm some food up and then I'd go back and watch like the three o'clock shows because like nobody got home till like five. Right. So like I had the whole day to myself and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Here's a funny story. So, me and my friends used to skip school and we would wait for Norma to leave, right? to go to work yeah so we were um we were waiting <laughs> we were waiting and i think we had like a case of booze and i mean like a case like we had like 12 bottles of fucking jack daniels like ready to go and this is how i spent my youth by the way and um we were waiting for her to leave so we were up around the corner so we're all sitting there, we got a little spot in the woods or whatever, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I'll never forget it, my buddy was like out by the road, and here she comes around the corner. Norma? Just Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the look, the look on my buddy's face, like they, they, they had like eye contact. Thank God she didn't realize what the hell was happening. Like I don't even, I don't even think she looked. But yeah, right after that, we went to my house at like nine in the morning. Got tanked. You're welcome. Dan, are <laughs> it, you the same age as us? Uh, I am three years I? older. Yeah. So yeah, I couldn't tell because you don't necessarily not look our age. I wasn't sure if you were or not. What do you mean he's bald? That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm not bald. I sh mm, shaved my head. Well, you're balding. So is Evan. <laughs> And bald his dad is unite. bald, so... Bald guys unite. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, have you seen 
Okay, so Vanessa Hudgens did some Christmas movies. Have you seen Christmas Night or... Um, uh, I actually... Uh, I watched uh, the Christmas Switch today, or the Princess Switch yeah. today, and Bridget. I have 25 minutes left of the other one. That's why I haven't posted it yet. I liked the first one quite a bit. Um, the second one, I'm not sure until the ending, but uh, the first one's like a four out of five. Yes, I agree. Like, the, I liked second, it a little. the second one, I agree. It, it wasn't as good as the first, but yeah. Uh, but uh, Christmas Night is pretty cute. Uh, as well or not yeah christmas science has her in it and it's cute i think you'll like it um she does christmas movies well i guess um her, she, she's becoming what's her face uh like the chick from mean girls that says look like you look like except prettier uh, what's Lacey her name charbet yes you see that all those freaking christmas movies and i feel like other people are doing the same shit as she is her i used to call her Lacey sherbert <laughs> i thought that's how you said her name yeah She's always in Hallmark Christmas movies. And so is Cameron from Full House. And oh, my God. Yes. We were talking about her. Uh, we watched uh, one of the Full House episodes. Because that's what we do. We like to watch, you know, the TV episodes. Wow. He was, we were watching the, one of the Christmas episodes. And DJ and Steve break up in this episode. Because uh, <laughs> he's going to go off to college, to Florida. And she's all pissed that... Uh, He's not going to stay in San Francisco. She, she gets him this nice jacket and he gives her a sweatshirt to the college in Florida that he's going to. <laughs> yeah, she buys him like a leather jacket. And, but the thing is, he says he's not, um, or he said, well, he's like, I'm sorry I couldn't get you more. I'm saving up to go to college. <laughs> and then like literally like 12 hours later, like, well, they broke up, and 12 hours later, he comes dressed, because uh, she starts, like, ignoring his phone calls. He comes to the house, and he's dressed up as, like, Santa Claus, and she's, like, venting to Santa. She's like, Steve, this side, I wish Steve was here. And he was like, and he takes off the costume, and he's like, I am here. And she was like, why didn't you tell me it was you? He was like, well, this was, I don't remember what it was that he said, but it was really fucking corny. And, I know but, exactly what you're talking about. I remember the episode. <laughs> yes. Dan, like, the whole time, God, she's fucking annoying. Yeah, <laughs> no, it hit me. It hit me at how annoying fucking DJ Tanner is. She's very selfish. She mm -hmm. sucks. She's horrible. She's a little whiny bitch. <laughs> on, on, to on top of that, though, the best part of that episode to which you pointed out very so eloquently was the fact that Uncle Jesse was like, I got one more present for you guys. <laughs> and then and then they don't even show it. They fucking go to commercial and they all come back and they're like, thank you, Uncle Jesse. And they fucking imply that he just took them to a homeless shelter to fucking volunteer. Oh my God. The <laughs> fact that they don't even show. And then they're like, thank you, Uncle Jesse. He's like, you're welcome. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> And Michelle was like, I really helped. I put out the napkin. <laughs> like, it's so bad. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, this movie, all I want for Christmas, guys, it's pretty basic uh, plot points. But I did want to uh, read a negative review of it. Uh, sometimes I like to do this from time to time if I think they're funny. Did you find one? I did find one. Um, <laughs> it's on IMDb. See, I don't think it's that bad where it's, like, comical, mm -hmm. like, this is so bad, like, it's ridiculous, Compar especially compared to some other ones that are out oh, there. Yeah, some Actually, right. one person said, parent trap at Christmas, cute, predictable, but fun and entertaining. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, the person's name was Video Poker Addict, and this review was written on August 21st of 2003. So why are you reviewing a Christmas movie in August, Dick? So right. for one, like, all right. He, gave, he, he gives it a one out of ten, um, and the headline of his review says, "As fun as being trampled by Santa's reindeer." All I want for Christmas was uniformly trashed. That's by original. <laughs> right. All I want for Christmas was universally trashed by critics when it came out. It was easily one of the worst film reviews of 1991. Why, oh why, didn't I listen to them? The plot is so generic that you know how it's going to end within the first ten minutes. Two parents are no longer together. The mother has found a new boyfriend. The kids do what they can to ditch the new boyfriend and get the parents back together. With the stale of with that stale of a plot, the only way it could have worked out would have been if the acting was filled with passion and the direction invoked as much Christmas magic as possible. That didn't happen. There's not a single heartfelt moment to be found in this film. That's not not one. I don't even know where to begin. Thora Birch has turned out to be an impressive actress. However, she is only grating and precocious to the extreme in All I Want for Christmas. Her brother, played by Ethan Embry, obviously he didn't know his name was Ethan Randall at the time, uh, had no character definition whatsoever. His sub-story involving a teenage romance was underdeveloped and seemed better suited for another film. The adult characters are just as bad. The filmmakers could have saved money by utilizing cardboard cutouts instead of actual actors. The mom, dad, and mom's new jerk boyfriend are shallower than a kiddie pool. I was even put off by the shameless plugging of the Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It's sad fact that product placement has been commonplace for a long time now, but come on! Don't they understand that if the product is shoved in your face that it only serves as an unpleasant distraction? At least their Coca-Cola placement was slightly less obvious. Even Santa would only give this to movie to the naughty kids. One out of ten. <laughs> oh my god. How proud of all his little fucking puns do you think he is? He's like, I murdered that Christmas review in August. Mm-hmm. Straight murdered it. I, listen, I get it. I disagree with a lot of those things that he said. I think he just said it for, for comedic value. Like, I okay, can I be honest with you? There's obviously the main plot with the parents and the kids trying to get them together. One of the like my favorite parts of the movie is the young little romance thing there. That yeah, was great. That was fucking perfect. No, you laughed at the. You actually laughed. Like you didn't laugh a whole lot during the movie, but you did laugh when Ethan Embry is dancing with the um, not so attractive chick. Oh my god! Yes, and like she's like talking about Nazis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she go, he goes, uh, he sees the girl that he likes pop in. So he was just like, hey, you know what? Uh, I heard uh, Mark Young or whatever his name is uh, likes you. Go talk to him. He loves Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. Okay. No, the thing is, like, movies like this, are, are we, I, I guess I would never go into it thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's like. Yeah, you read the storyline, it's probably going to be pretty basic, and that's fine. Like, it's a Christmas movie. I mean, are there Christmas movies that have gone over and beyond, like, obviously Home Alone and stuff? Yeah, but but basic, generic Christmas movies like this? Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to expect, like, award-winning craziness. Right. I don't know. I, I just yeah. wouldn't expect something like that. I mean, yes, but that one review, Parent Trap, was whatever they said that's yeah exactly it's exactly what that is <laughs> <laughs> basically right yeah and, and i know what you mean though it's like 
in a movie like this, you're not trying to fucking reinvent the wheel here. You're actually doing the opposite. You're trying to keep it classic while kind of doing your own thing, while telling your own story. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though. This movie, I feel like, hit all those notes. I think that it nailed Christmas. I think that it really nailed the family dynamic. You know, one of the lines that I remember is just like, they even have the same car alarms. And then the dad laughs. Like, there was just something about that moment that just felt real. And uh, and it's stuff like that that goes a long way. Same thing with when they the parents find out that they have mice and they're like, you know, she's asking her friend, hey, can we come to your house? And the girl's like, oh, they're coming over. And she gets all excited. Like, those moments, I feel like, are relatable. You know, and you yeah. don't you don't get those moments in every movie. Like, not even close. And there were several of them in this movie. There was one part of the movie that you pointed out as well. Uh, the, the Ethan Embry's friend. Ethan Randall's friend, sorry. Oh, yeah. Who uh, is that little fuck? Uh, God, I can't think of what other movie he was in at the moment. But he was supposed to be staying at his house uh, right. while they're parent trapping it. He had a gift that he was had just opened and was on his hand. And you were like, I always fucking wanted one of those. What was it called? Oh, the fucking Power Glove. The Nintendo Power Glove. No? Yeah, that's what the gift was. Yeah, and th- those things fucking looked so badass. But then we started thinking about it. And... What what was the functionality? Like you of can the only power use glove? one hand. Did Evan have a power glove? Like that, like that would have been harder. Evan didn't have a power glove. Well, that was anticlimactic. It's it. <laughs> it seems like it's not I had even. A zapper. Yeah, a zapper. Yes. What the fuck that is? Yeah, what's a zapper? Oh, okay. A for duck hunt. A for duck hunt. Oh. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, we're learning things today, Tori. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna say to that guy's review about the part with his little romance doesn't need to be in there. No, but they need to add something because it, it like it can't be just. It was like a very short period of time with getting their parents back together, and they had to have some dynamic and and add something more to it to make the movie longer. And she was kind of like the little filler in parts. So yeah, or is your basic right. saying that it's just padding. Just padding. I mean, it worked, but yeah, sometimes you got to do that to make the story go on. Like, I mean, otherwise, yeah. it would have been like padding a very short movie. Exactly. It can we'll be a bad thing. It can be a good thing. I'm saying her part, I didn't think it was bad. She helped the little parent trap situation. Okay. She yeah. pretended well, to be that you're not really people sure. and help out. <laughs> well, see, for me, it worked because, all right, so obviously, like, uh, Ethan Randall is at that age of, you know, where he believes in love and, like, he believes in his parents. And, you know, so it makes sense that, um, yeah. that for him to have that storyline. It, it does. So I don't get what that little fuck face video poker addict is saying. Right. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I love that he's watching, you know, I, well, I mean, no, maybe it is a little bit weird that he's watching videos of his parents. Like that's right. that's a little, but as he falls asleep, that's a little creepy, I guess. Hey, by the way, I found out who that little you, fuck their friend was. Yeah. What movie he oh. was in? What's the movie? It's actually several. He was in Heavyweights. He was also in Beethoven. But the main oh, thing oh. that you know him from is with your boy Henry Rowland Gardner. Oh. He's uh, in Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Friend. Yeah, that's yep. what that oh, was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. That's that little fucker. 
that little fucker. Well, well next time I uh, talk to um Roland Gardner. Sorry. I'll have to ask him about him. Somehow Thomas Ian Nichols gets brought up on our podcast a lot. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> he, no, he's a sweet guy. All right, guys. Well, I think it's come to that point in time of the show to where we're going to give our ratings. I mean, there's not like a whole lot in depth to talk about. I think we pretty much covered it. Uh, so, Dan, as a first time watch, what do you give All I Want for Christmas? It was good. It wasn't the greatest Christmas movie ever. Like I said, I can see uh, having nostalgia for it. Watching it now with none of that, I can still tell that it's a very competently made movie. It definitely, uh, it definitely gives you those good Christmassy vibes, the the feels, so to speak. Um, several scenes actually give you give you those Christmas feels. So if you have that going for you as a Christmas movie already, I think you're doing more than a lot of them because they just they a lot of them just lack that. Um, obviously we talked about Ethan Embry, who I fucking love. He's the best. I will say that his speech at the end in front of that Christmas tree <laughs> and the snow coming, like his oh, facial, so he, he's so extra. And mm-hmm. like, like I said, he's a great actor. I just don't think he was a great actor yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it was a fun movie. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I give it a 3.5. Right on. All right, Tori, what about you? I'm probably going to go with five out of five because I really can't. Oh, trying shit. To, I was trying to say four out of five, but I really don't have anything negative to say. Like, I, I, I like it for what it is. It's a cute Christmas movie, and, it, and I love 90s movies, and it's very, very 90s. Um, it is. Uh, the acting, I loved all the actors. Uh, I love the Christmas feel. There's, I don't know how much Christmas music is in it, but I definitely is some. And they even sing, uh, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, I love the little mice. Um, <laughs> the Nutcracker. Uh, yeah. I And I even like the diner stuff. Like, I love yeah. that dad decided he didn't want to do corporate business anymore and was like, I want to do my own fucking thing. And yeah, you know, the mom was kind of shitty for that. But then again, he did say he might have tried to chase her off a little. But uh, like, I liked that he wanted to open his own little restaurant. And I thought that was cool. And uh, uh, yeah, no. So for, I don't have any complaints. So for me, it's a five out of five. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah, for me, I mean, I love the diner stuff, too. I love it when, uh, you know, he brings the girl there and he, you know, cooks dinner at his dad's diner for her. And he's talking about marrying the ketchups. Yes. And he's like, but, uh, you know, most of the time ketchup marriages end in divorce. Like, it's just so fucking stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Like, I mean, like, it's so, like, to the point of the plot of the film. Right. <laughs> like, right. Um, you know, I, I love that they had, I like how Kevin Nealon was snarky. Um, like, I, I just like anytime he shows up. Um, he's just like that big gangly, like, motherfucker that's just doofy. Especially like, at the end, too. He's, he's like, like, when we get married, they're gonna learn some discipline. Blah! Like, he's just <laughs> really going for it. And, well, he's like, I'm in New Jersey! <laughs> <laughs> like, he's so extra. No, and like I said, I, I don't know. This one, like, feels like Christmas to me. Um, it gives me the feels. It puts me in a, a place where, you know, I was a kid of divorce, obviously, but I didn't care about my parents getting back together. But I cared about these parents getting back together. I don't know. It was fucking weird. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this uh, is obviously a five out of five for me as wow. well. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. 
So, yeah. Tori, what do you have coming up? Promote your shit. Oh, God. I don't really have anything, honestly. Like any uh, articles, interviews? I was trying to get Devin Sawa so hard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Devin Sawa and what's-his-face. Oh, God. Can't think of his name, but he's from, like, uh, Disturbing Behavior and... Next and- Doll? Yes, they're two. They're in a new movie called. I cannot think of what it's called. Ugh. Hey, you know who's? You know who else is in disturbing behavior for a second? Ethan Embry. He oh, plays oh. his older brother oh, that kills that's himself. Right. Holy shit! You're right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but there's a Hunter Hunter. I think it's called, and we are doing oh. press for it and stuff. But and they they offered the director, but Nick and. Devin aren't doing interviews, which doesn't make any sense. But I, you know, I've been excited about. I usually give interviews to other people. I just don't have time. I'm right. busy beyond that. I have now I'm boss lady beyond pop or at my other job, and so I don't have time. My schedule's not flexible. But I was gonna make time for this if I could. But no, <laughs> I was so like, oh, and Ethan Embry would be enough. I was so hoping when Devil's Candy was out that I would get the opportunity. It never came. However, I think he did tweet at me as something which was. I remember that. Nice. Yeah, he he tweeted something which was enough, and I don't care. But it would be really great to interview him too. But um, no, really not. I'm just trying to wrap up everything. I have a lot to do. Um, Oh, I'm getting. I recently, like I said, recently got on, and it is cool because it's kind of a bigger release. Uh, it's called The Wolf uh, of Snow Hollow. Just came out on Blu-ray release. Um, I'm on quoted on the back. Nice. And that's pretty awesome. And I do have a lot of other quotes coming out. Some well, didn't are on you just do a Sorry. book, too? Oh, Like a short yeah, story? Yeah, I did do that. <laughs> What's uh, the name of the book? It, it came from the darkness, I believe. And it's for it was for this charity, which is why I wanted to do it. Because it was like you had to. It was only a 100-word 100, story or poem. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, and that's not easy. Um, no. And uh, so I, I, I did it, and I was pretty, I mean, it's just basic, but it was it worked. And I got in. I wasn't sure because I didn't know these people. Um, and I got in. So it came from the darkness. That's what it's called. And you can buy it on Kindle or uh, hard copy now or, saw, you know. Um, and so that's cool. Um, yeah, I, otherwise, I can't say I have anything big interviews right now. Um and anything else but those are those are some things yeah well i feel like we had like a little cameo guest as well uh with evan in the back there <laughs> yes um, evan, thank and, you for joining yes, us and he also has a book out uh called horn wolf yep nice. so and you can buy that on amazon is that right yeah if you like gross disturbing nasty shit nasty shit <laughs> <laughs> he's disturbing I, I i'm not ready yet which he'll never let me de- live down because i suck um but he's he's depraved when he writes so i imagine something bad happens to kids in it because he always is he doesn't hate kids but he sure writes about it uh anyway um yeah so it's it's probably really depraved i mean a Serbian film is one of his favorite films. So, uh, yeah. Oh wow! And and what's it called again? Horn Horn Wolf. Wow. Okay. Right on. And oh, yeah. to bring it back to this movie real quick before we leave, uh, just to leave everybody with one of those crazy little facts. Um, two actors you guys might know were in the choir in this movie. One being Eric Von Deaton, who plays Brink. You guys know him. Yeah, oh and apparently God. he's yes. in a 
Dan's favorite Christmas movies called Christmas Every Day. Christmas Every Day. You ever see that one, Tori? I don't think so, but now I'm going to oh, look it up. It's on YouTube. Yes. Okay. And definitely do this. To bring it all full circle, uh, another actor in the choir by the name of Scott Wolf. Oh, really? Yeah. Crush on him. Back that's in awesome. The day. Yep. So that's just a little fact for all I want for Christmas. Huh? Well, it would not be an episode if Dan didn't bring up a fun fucking fact. Well, there you go. You're welcome, uh, America. Dan, Evan wants you to give a synopsis of Christmas Every Day because he thinks he might have seen it. Christmas Every Day is Groundhog Day on Christmas. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, he sure, says he's so. probably seen it. Well, now I'm totally sold. I'm all about that. <laughs> wow. Oh, I... he he learns karate to kick the bully's ass. What? And, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shoot it, Billy. <laughs> well, I think we'll have a, another episode to cover maybe next year for Cut to the Chase Miss. Yes, or Twelve Days of Chase Miss. I'm definitely gonna watch that soon. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone who's been a part of this one, uh, catch us on the next one. Jingle balls out. Peace out. Peace out down.
Merry Christmas.